Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and I am here in Oxford, in Oxfordshire, where we see the first real examples of a 15-minute city being built around us. There's bollards that go up and down out of the street, there's low-traffic neighborhoods, LTNs as they call them, and it's causing a big kerfuffle, I suppose you could say, because obviously the lead into the 15-minute cities is that indeed you won't be able to leave your neighborhood without permission and without credit and without your bank account and they're just starting to really construct this around us and it's becoming something that uh, it's a hot button issue for a lot of people and most people though they actually have no idea this is even happening and that's one of, one of the things I find most interesting here the taxi drivers know about it um, the average uh, person does not know about it and of course what better than a university town in order to start something like this we're seeing it happen all across the UK we're seeing all over Europe we see hundreds of cities that are signing on but Oxford is the first place that they're really putting it into action so we're walking around we're looking at some of the examples of it and right now I'm just off of Crowley's or Cowley Street um, in East Oxford where it seems almost every side street has bollards on them stopping cars from going through it's very interesting so we're gonna do some research here and see what we can bring you Well, here's some irony. So I went and got a taxi and because they weren't able to drive down one of the zero emission zone streets, they were forced to do a 10 minute drive instead of a five minute drive to get around it, multiple, multiple streets to get around. I mean, if it's about cutting down emissions, it seems kind of ironic that you then have to drive all around everything to get around one of those streets. Seems like more emissions, doesn't it? There are also very few parks to go to, considering it's all about green. You can't find a lot of green spaces. It's mostly for children uh, at schools to, to use. So they're all locked off and I'm stuck in next to traffic talking to a camera. <laughs> so most people don't recognize the dangers of this. And you know, you show them the sensors in the road or the cameras or all that, and they've never noticed it before. And so, Luckily, even most of the uh, students at Oxford University that I've talked to all agree that it's tyrannical and crazy and totalitarian, but they, they'd never heard of it until I explained it to them and I showed them it. That is very concerning going forward. So many ask, what is a 15-minute city or a 15-minute neighborhood or a 20-minute neighborhood? Uh, the idea is eventually, according to their own paperwork, that they will have neighborhoods where you won't be allowed to leave without permission from the government. And they've already talked about incentivizing this with carbon credits. We've already seen carbon credits be put on banking apps throughout the United Kingdom. Not mandatory yet, but it's always a big yet. But when will it be mandatory? That's a question. Um, essentially, they'll have bollards everywhere and it will stop people from leaving their neighborhood without cameras, which I've gotten some footage of cameras today. Um, which will identify license plates, it'll identify eventually faces, and it'll attach it to your uh, carbon credit score. You, people wonder, well, why 
um, is the supply chain collapsing? Why is the energy grid collapsing all by sabotage, of course? Why is the economy collapsing? Why are we going into a new uh, economic reset all at the same time? Well, it's pretty clear. We see what's happening with the World War III scenario as well, obviously. And we see the demoralization of society. And how do you get there? You need the right crisis. So you have all these things happen at the same time. And then the solution. Well, the solution, of course, is things like in order to save the planet and in order to conserve energy and in order to conserve food, we'll do rations, we'll do all this kind of stuff. And of course, you won't be allowed to move from one neighborhood to another with a car unless you have the appropriate permission. And that appropriate per permission will be based on how much you already use your car, how much you buy with your credit card. What, what do you buy with your credit card? Does it cause pollution, quote unquote? Of course, this is coming from government and government is the biggest polluter in the world. So it's obviously very ironic, but that's the idea. And here in Oxford, we're seeing the first real significant examples of this construct being built. We've been talking about it for years. We talked about climate lockdowns for years. We always knew that the COVID restrictions and the vax passes were a litmus test for something else. And we're seeing what that something else is now. We've been talking about the World Economic Forum's goal for this for a long time, um, going back many, many years. And of course, the World Economic Forum themselves were the ones that came up with the concept with, um, I believe, one professor who is now kind of leading the advisory to do this here in Oxford and multiple other places in the United Kingdom and the Netherlands. And there's so many other places. Uh, obviously, we already see smart grids being put up in Amsterdam. We see similar things in Paris. They've banned domestic flights in, in France, except for to like the very south of France. You have to take a train and there's train strikes all the time. So not very convenient, is it? What they plan to do is make it so convenient that everyone just gives up everything that they uh, thought was near and dear to them the the freedoms that they once thought they had because you know tyranny comes under the guise of convenience they'll make it very convenient so everyone goes along with it just like tapping your credit card it's a very cashless society in the united kingdom right now and, and more so in the south of england than in northern england but nonetheless it's noticeable it, it, most places i go to only accept credit card and this is going to become more and more of an issue where then you don't own your money the bank if your money's in the bank the bank owns your money, you don't own the money, it's on loan. And if it's cashless, it's always going through the banking system, which means that you never hold your money, which means it's not yours, which means you are just getting loaned out money that they allow you to have on a daily basis. This is extremely dangerous. If you say something, if there's wrong thing, whatever it might be, well, good luck, you're not going to be able to access the things that you need. And, and so that will make a lot of people comply. And that is, I think, one of the most important points to make here is that it's easy to get people to comply if you say, if you jangle some keys in front of them like a baby and you say, you want this? Well, you have to do this instead. You have to do this first. So that is one of the issues that I'm trying to investigate here because, you know, I've talked to a lot of taxi drivers and they're aware and they're saying basically they're the only ones that will be allowed into certain areas. We already see bike only areas everywhere. And people say, well, isn't that great? It means no pollution, blah, blah, blah. It's nice. You could walk in the streets and have a coffee in the middle of the road. Of course, it's supposed to look fine and dandy and nice until it's attached to a credit score like China. It, it, when it's attached to your ability to basically access anything in society, you have to then comply. You see a lot of people riding back behind me on bikes it's a huge part of uh, the culture everywhere in the United Kingdom and it's not just new it's it's old but it's becoming more and more so evident it was very hard for me to get a taxi earlier and you see cameras absolutely everywhere 
that are recording, in many cases, people's faces. There's facial recognition here. And people just walk right past it and don't think anything of it. But it's being constructed everywhere and fast. There's low traffic neighborhoods where you can't drive over a certain time. And then if you do, you have to pay for it. So they're already getting ready in that way. We already see that in London as well. You have to pay uh, essentially fines if you drive through an area at a certain time of day. And there's signs up everywhere for that there. It is very concerning and it's very easy to basically lock down a place like Oxford in a 15 minute neighborhood because there's a lot of small alleyways, a lot of small streets and it's easy to build bollards and it's easy to reroute traffic the way they want it to be. That is what they call the smart city. That is what they call the 15 minute neighborhood. So it's really interesting to watch on the ground how this is actually being put into place. and. I'm going to keep trying to get more information on this as it develops. My friends, if you want to help support us, check out the links in the description for GoGetFunny.com as we film a documentary on 15-Minute Cities. And if you know anyone in Oxford or anywhere else in England that I could talk to about this issue, please let me know. Nonetheless, we obviously have a fight on our hands, my friends, and we're going to keep on investigating. We're going to be coming back in about a week's time in order to talk to some of the activist groups here. Um, there was a very difficult time getting a hold of some of them this time, but we got it down for the next time. So in about a week, I'll be coming back and we'll get some interviews. It's inappropriate, of course, to come here and not talk to people on the ground that are fighting it or even promoting it and pushing it forward. We need to hear all sides here. This is history in the making. And it's very important that we document it as so. Um, but again, it's the number one place worldwide that is actually pushing this right now and for that reason we need to have all eyes on it but it's not the only place and they're doing this in the Netherlands they're doing this in France they're doing this uh, throughout the rest of the United Kingdom as well so we'll be back with much more on this subject I, again I urge people to check those links below we have the go get funding we have patreon subscribe star Bitcoin coin tree with a bunch of different cryptos you could donate in a whole bunch of options my friends and a very important point to make, the way they get us into these cities is that first, we're not prepared and we don't have food and we don't have energy backed up. These are things that they're going to be using against us going forward. And for that reason, I urge people to get prepared. This is your life. This is your responsibility. We have HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable foods, uh, non-GMO, of course, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. There's also organic kits. This is your opportunity to protect yourself from what they're doing here and what they will be doing everywhere else. We see this attempt to construct this in places like New York City, in LA, in Vancouver, Canada, many other places. So what are people waiting for? It's already happening. This isn't some kind of conspiracy theory anymore. This is something that is currently happening at rocket speeds and it's happening at a rate that, you know, a lot of people don't recognize, but this is your chance to get prepared. We also have uh, line energy for backup power, electricity, batteries, solar panels, etc. We have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And of course, we have gold and silver that you can buy um, physically over at kirkelliotphd.com slash wham. Get on it today, my friends. You have an opportunity to save your future. So start today. 
Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.